wanted to start this podcast to share hunting stories of my experiences and what I've done over the years. There's so much more that is involved in hunting than just pulling the trigger and killing an animal. We want to be inspirational, educational, but we also want to have a good time and teach you how to have a good time as well. And on this episode, we've got quite the list of characters. Dallas, Chance, Ted, it's good to have y'all on here. Learned a lot about Ted when I shared a tent with him. Learned some things I wish I didn't know. I'm not real sure where this is going. <laughs> you know, what's that's funny. After we're like nine miles into this, Chance is like, well, I got a buddy that's got a helicopter. You're a little late on that one. And I'm like, what? I know if we would have had an extra day out there, I would probably need like ankle and knee replacement or or casket. I was the first one to tap out, but I really, really think that you guys wanted to tap out too, but you just wanted me to be the first one to say it. The old fat guy. No lie. When you said you were done, I cried a little bit on the inside. Welcome to Hunting Day with Stephen Robbins. Now for your host, Stephen Robbins. All right, guys and gals, welcome back to another episode of Hunting Day. And on this episode, we've got, we've got quite the list of characters. So our previous three podcasts that you'd listened to the last three weeks had been a prelude leading up to what we called an epic guys hunting weekend. And we were headed to West Texas to hunt with our buddies, Dallas bodily with his, at his ranch, whiskey willow. And then we were leaving there and headed to West Texas or even further West Texas um, to West Texas, North Mexico and hunting with Austin Pressy with Wicked 7 Outdoors. And we were going to be all dead hunting out there. We are missing Austin on this podcast. Um, He's doing what he does best. He's taking people for long walks in the West Texas desert and showing them a bunch of all dads or as other people refer to them barbary sheep and uh, that's kind of an inside joke there on the whole hiking thing austin's gonna get a kick out of that when he hears this or he's gonna kill us i don't know one of the two (laughs) but uh dallas chance ted it's good to have y'all on here good to be here yep so All of our listeners, Dallas and Ted, are previous guests. Chance is our first newbie. So we got a a green guy with us. And uh, Chance, I'll go ahead and do a quick introduction of him. Chance is the ranch manager for Cinco Canyon Ranch in Fredericksburg, Texas. And uh, I met Chance. It's been about, I guess we've known each other now a little over two years, maybe three. I guess it's been three because – Killed some really nice free range axis deer. Me and April did over at Chance's personal farm and uh, there in Comfort, Texas. But um, Chance has been great to our family. He's allowed our kids to uh, come down and hunt his place during the youth season. And uh, I know Ted and uh, Kylie had been down there during the same time that I had Ava down there hunting. And uh, so Chance was an add in to our hunt. A few days before I flew to Texas, I called Chance and told him I was going to be in town and wanted to meet up with him, told him what we were doing and said, you know what, you need to come with us. And uh, it's pretty cool that Chance was able to drop what he was doing and made the trip with us. But Chance, why don't you go ahead and kind of fill, us, fill our listeners in on a little bit of, of who you are and what you do and 
where you're at. Well, I'm in um, and in Cinco, you said, um, extremely high end hunting preserve. Um, only animals that we trophies, we don't even bother with subpar species. Um, I met Stevie, like you said, on several different hunts. His first hunt here at my personal house for an axis that I believe is all somewhere. Shortly thereafter, I met April as he's here. Um, met Teddy in Dallas through a mutual acquaintance, and the group has kind of had some ebb and flow to it since then, but we had a pretty good time when we're all together. Absolutely. Absolutely. I killed a 34 and a half inch monster free range axis on uh, Chance's property. Uh, but April killed a 35 and a half inch and she never lets me forget about it. So <laughs> um, we, we're slightly competitive in our family, but um, it's all in good fun. But we uh, we've had a really good time hunting with Chance. Chance has two boys. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're just like dad. They, they're ate up with hunting. They love to hunt and I love being around them. And, uh, I know Ava and my kids, Ava, Zoe and Declan love being around and, uh, chance has pretty cool farm. He's got a lot of animals, um, a lot of farm animals. And then he's got that free range property. That's amazing. But, um, and then obviously everybody knows Ted Nestor with, uh, He's, he's Ted from the chase with Ted and Amber and he's quite the character learned, uh, learned a lot about Ted when I shared a, a tent with him, um, learned some things I wish I didn't know. Um, some things I'd known, but had forgotten about, but, uh, <laughs> we had a good time. I'm not real sure where this is going. <laughs> I'm setting you up for later on, but, um, and then Dallas, Dallas owns Whiskey Willow Ranch there in Ozona, Texas. He's got a great ranch. And uh, I'm going to bring bring Dallas in here for a minute. And when we were there, we noticed that Dallas had a really young addicts bull that was acting odd. And so upon further examination through some binoculars and, and seeing what was going on, he was trapped with some metal stuff around his hooves and he was uh, prohibited from really walking anywhere. So Dallas, tell us what we did and what, what we needed to do to save this addicts. Like you said, we kind of just assessed the situation to start with and uh, everybody kind of agreed that we was going to try to get close enough to get a, off his feet and get him back on up and running. And he didn't seem to think that that was the best idea just to let us get close. And we ended up darting him with the tranquilizer, uh, gave him a little bit, finally go down. He, everything seemed to work out after a short period of time to, uh, where we could get the safely and humanely get the metal off his feet and, Get him back up and running, uh, and as of today, he's back to almost 100 percent, as far as I can tell. So he's doing great. That's great news. That was uh, definitely a team effort. 
to get that done. I know Chance was uh, there, and he administered all the antibiotics and the reversal. Um, Austin was there. He helped out. It was definitely a team effort, and uh, that was uh, a very unique situation, but another reason why, as hunters, that we are conservationists and that we do care about animals because it would have been just as easy to have basically um, harvested that animal and uh but instead we saved it and uh so that's really cool dallas we were able to save this addicts and that's what's really awesome about hunting and spending time with like-minded people everybody's goal was to take care of this addicts but uh while we were there um we spent a lot of time at the ranch really getting to know dallas's ranch and we hunted on the free range side did some hog hunting out there and my brother william uh he went Oh, and two on hogs. And then, uh, Ted, Ted had an interesting hog hunt and, uh, I actually had an interesting hog hunt as well. Um, Ted was hunting with, uh, thermal over on the free range side, hog hunting and was able to kill one hog, shot it a bunch of times, thought it was a different hog. I think each shot, but it's neither here nor there. That was fun. Wasn't it? It was, it was, uh, first time i've ever mutilated a hog like that it was pretty crazy we uh actually found his tongue laying in the in the, the fence yeah so that was that was interesting but then um we got the blood trailing found it and uh but then part of the hunt i was able to blow gun a hog um shot it with my blow gun aiming for its ear hole slightly slightly about an inch and a half behind its ear hole and uh ted got to enjoy shooting that one a bunch with his 45 to uh finish it off as well so ted had fun shooting hogs i think about that is like you think that it had a blood trail and with a thermal you would think i would have seen it and it literally came within 20 yards of the blind so that was definitely an interesting part of the hunt i got to spend some time up in the tree uh spear hunting dallas has some phenomenal trophy fallow and psycho deer out there and uh got perched up in a tree spent two days out there doing that and came close a couple times never let the spear loose um could have on multiple does at different parts of the hunt but just decided that that really wasn't that wasn't the first animal I wanted to spear. I wanted to spear a buck that I knew I was going to mount. But um, our final day there, my brother, Ted, Dallas, myself, Austin, Chance, were riding around the ranch. And uh, Dallas had a bunch of all dad out there that he was looking to thin out. And we come across a big group of them. And William and Ted were able to put two nice all dad on the ground. And uh, pretty cool that Dallas was there to let us do that. And that was, uh, that was definitely a lot of fun. So Dallas, thanks for that. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, everybody always talks about how they they're down to the wire last minute hunts. Your brother definitely cut that one to the wire. Wasn't he late for his plane or something? He was late, but they still let him on, which I have a problem with because I missed my flight on the way home and had to pay a lot of money to get home even though I was early, but four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a minute. 
But uh, so we wrapped up uh, Whiskey Willow there in Ozona. Dallas stayed back. We tried to get him to go out west with us, but he had prior engagements. So it was myself, Austin, Ted, and Chance. We made the five-hour drive out to Candelaria. And uh, Chance, what was your impression? You'd been out there and you'd vacationed in that area before, but what was your first impressions when we were pulling into camp? Well, my biggest impression was watching Teddy probably somewhere around Alpine when you can really start elevation changes. And he was like, oh, that's good. That's going to, that's not so bad. That's going to be, yeah, just give it a minute. And then when we pulled in the camp and we went down that first hill and there's a big cutout rock to the look on his priceless. So that was, it was worth the drive just for that right there. I wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, so I apparently was really tired. I don't remember hardly none of the drive there. I, I don't know what that was about, but uh, <laughs> that was interesting. I just, we left Dallas's. I woke up at Walmart in Fort Stockton. I went back to sleep and I woke up at camp. So um, that was, uh, I guess, some much needed rest. But I'll say this. Any of our listeners, if you plan on going out west to do any type of all dad or any type of mountain hunting, take it serious. Because I took this hunt serious, but I didn't prepare for it the way that I I thought I needed to physically. And I like to think that I'm in somewhat physical shape. Um, But man, what do you guys think? Physically, was that one of the hardest hunts you've ever been on? Well, I can tell you right now, I wasn't ready. Like yeah. me out just walking to back to where we were going to hunt. Uh, it was it was definitely uh, physically challenging. Yeah. So day one we hiked a total of seven point nine miles, and had the conditions been a slightly different, we wouldn't have had to have put so many uh, miles on the feet. But the Rio Grande runs across the. Um, well, I guess not the Rio Grande. It's the Rio Grande River, but the road parallels it for majority of the way that we were hunting, and the road was flooded. So it was two and a half miles by foot one way. So five miles a day of our hunting was just walking back to where camp normally is. So we had to camp two and a half miles away from where Austin normally likes to camp. And so we had a lot of walking to do. And man, yeah, I I know just carrying all that water that I carried day one, I carried eight bottles of water in with me. And I think, uh, Ted carried equivalent between his water bottles and his, uh, camel pack. And I'm convinced that chance is a camel because I think he only took one bottle bottle of water with him and, uh, <laughs> made it all day. And I, I think I was out of water about six miles in. <laughs> You know that much, did he? No, he's a camel. I'm telling you, when you actually drink it, Teddy, it makes a difference. <clears throat> well, not swishing. But I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. So day one, we put a lot of a lot of miles on the feet, and we did a lot of glassing though. So it took us a little bit to get to where Austin wanted to go, but we were hunting our way in. And uh, we saw some monster ram. Um, what was that distance, Teddy? Like 1,800 yards? 1,780 yards. Yeah. So 
Um, Ted spotted them. Me and Chance, um, we we were looked at everything through the uh, binos. Austin and Ted were running spotting scopes, and um, we were able to video them. And man, I'm telling you, those were some really nice rams. And the terrain prohibited us from getting to them um, that evening. We had about two hours of daylight left, so we decided we were going to put them to bed. We stayed there till right at dark, hiked back. And probably one of the biggest things that I was looking forward to on this trip was some really good campfire cooking. But I can tell you, after eight miles, I just wanted to eat and go to bed. I didn't care what we were going to eat. <laughs> what, what did you say? Yeah, chalupas. Chalupas. <laughs> Austin cooked his fajitas, but Teddy's not um, up to, uh, I guess, what? What would you call it? He's not up on the uh, Mexican cuisine. No, no El Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, but Chance, what was your take after day one? What did you think of that? Man, I think probably the biggest thing that I took away from it, I think we all kind of covered it while we were there is you have to go into something like that prepared. And I, I packed incredibly light where I know as some of compatriots packed incredibly heavy, but the gear that you take is crucial. I'm probably more, more after the fact, I wish I would have taken stiffer boots more than anything else that I could have had. The, the terrain and my ankles and my knees were just shot after that. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dallas is back in Ozona at his ranch on the tractor on the on the side by side, just having a good old time. And we're out there hiking our butts off. <laughs> oh shoot. So Dallas the reason we keep a cooter. Right. Uh are, you're gonna go with us next time, right? Uh I told you the first time that if I came in, it was coming by helicopter. Well, you know, it was, that's funny because day two, after we're like nine miles into this, because day two, we did 11.3 miles, nine miles in chances like, well, I got a buddy that's got a helicopter. Yeah. You're a little late on that one. Oh, and I'm we- like, and I'm like, what? Like a legit helicopter. He's like, oh yeah, he does all of our surveys. And I'm like, chance, this is important and vital information to have. <laughs> the experience so helicopters cheating look dude i would have cheated all day long yeah <laughs> so i'm telling you what i know if we would have had an extra day out there i would probably need like ankle and knee replacement oh, or, yeah. or casket yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was the first one to tap out but I really, really think that that you guys wanted to tap out too, but you just wanted me to be the first one to say it. The old fat guy, which was fine. I was glad to. All right. So I no lie. I was ready to tap out way before that, but I wasn't going to. When you said you were done, I cried a little bit on the inside. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me and Chance, we were talking. We're like, man, because every time we would look up. It, like your neck had you had to keep leaning back 
to look at where we were going. And at one point I'm like, chance, I don't know, man, how, how do we get there? And Austin, I tell you what, he's a mountain goat. He is. I think he's part all dad because he, he just shimmies up them rocks and he goes. And I think that probably ties into why he's so successful at it. And, uh, it's just one of those things where not being prepared physically, mentally was tough. It definitely was. I think I left everything out there that I could. And next year when I do it again, and that's assuming that I'm, that I am going to do it again. Um, I am going to prepare and not take it as lightly as I did. See, I was the one that was always behind and I was thinking in my head, when you and Chance were ahead of me, waiting on me, you guys were conversation back and forth, and Stevie saying, it ain't going to be long. He's going to quit. It ain't going to be long. Then we can quit. <laughs> I'll be the fall guy. I don't care. I was done. So the the point when right before you tapped out, which let's let's set set the tone here for our listeners. You tapped out because you have pins in your ankles. And yes. it wasn't because you couldn't do it. It was you were physically limited. And not to mention, Chance did not tell us this, but he's going in for knee replacement or knee surgery in December, right? And we did this hunt in October. So I I was surprised once I found that out because Chance, like you never skipped a beat, man. I mean, you were, a lot of times you were in front of me. When we stopped and Ted goes, all right, guys, I got to go to the bathroom. And he took his wet wipes with him. I'm like, all right, interesting. And he was gone. Like, yeah, he was gone for a while. And so I look at Chance and I go, you think he's really over there using a bathroom or is he just trying to take a really long break? <laughs> I, was, I was very comfortable in the position that I was in. <laughs> but when you came back and you're like, guys, I don't think I can do this. I, I I did not lose any respect for you. I actually gained respect for you because at the end of the day, you have a wife and daughter that need you to be healthy and not hurt or dead ultimately. And so um, that terrain was no joke. Like I said, my hat's off to Austin because he just, he shimmies and runs all around and uh, he's, he's really good at what he does. And we saw, we saw what we came there to see which was a lot all day. We saw over a hundred all dad and one herd in a separate herd. We saw about another 20 all dad. So we had all dad all around us. We had all dad to our right at 1800 yards. We had all dad to our left at 1200 yards. And, uh, we just needed to close the distance the next morning. We tried to, and, uh, they were one step ahead of us. And that probably was because there were three really tired guys that did not wake up at 3 a.m. like we were supposed to. <laughs> About that. Yeah, well. So I woke up. Chance woke up. We didn't get up. Yeah. But we <laughs> well, I think that was our problem. We let you set the alarm on your phone while our phones were charging. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. When I woke up, and the tornado was coming through. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't real keen on getting up at that point of time. 
Yeah, so Dallas, you missed the this nasty windstorm, right? So we're in tents, and we're out in the desert. No rain in the forecast, so we don't put the rain fly on or anything like that. You know, we're sleeping under the stars. Teddy, you know, he's he was real keen about not putting the uh, the rain fly on because something about Brokeback Canyon or something like that. I don't know. And uh, said we need to put that on. Nah, I don't remember that part. Chance, do you remember that? I don't. I, I, I seem to remember that we offered him other sleeping arrangements if he didn't like ours. Yeah, exactly. I do remember that now. So Dallas is back at his nice, comfortable lodge on his ranch. And we have a tornado. Tornado. I'm sorry, a tornado come through. And at one point, the the side of the tent was literally touching me in the face. Like that the wind was just ripping through there. And then the rainstorm that followed was pretty nice considering we didn't have a rain fly on since Teddy didn't want one. It's your lie. You tell it how you want. <laughs> it, it was, uh, it was interesting. Cause I think about the same time, all three of us were just like, nah, I'm not even dealing with it and curled under our sleeping bags, even buried deeper than we could <laughs> get out of the rain. Uh, well, then, we had, you had like a sheet yeah i don't know i my sleeping bags for tropical weather i think it's tropical all dad hunting not for cold weather all dad hunting thinnest sleeping bag i've ever seen in my life i was so cold i was so cold i was pretty warm me too quite comfortable yeah i'm sure dallas was warm what do you think dallas was you warm over there at the lodge Fairly nice. Didn't really have too much wind. And nice warm bed. I mean, you know, didn't have to deal with the rain and the dust storms. I mean, can't, can't really complain. Yep. Snoring. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Teddy, you snore like crazy. Well, I can tell you the first night, you, you, you and Chance were like in sync. I couldn't. I couldn't really go to sleep because I was hearing snoring in both ears. <laughs> I'm surprised you could even hear after William almost took your hearing out. Yeah, well, I could vaguely hear out of my left. <laughs> That's funny. Oh shoot! So day two, we tried getting back on some sheep. We uh, we saw a few, but never got anything that we could close the distance on. And uh, we actually had to end our hunt early because of a nasty storm that came through out of the south. And, I mean, wh- what would you guys guess those wind gusts were hitting us at up there on the mesas? Well, according to Austin's 110-pound body, <laughs> about 50 miles. <laughs> I, thought we were, I thought we were going to lose him at one point because that wind hit him. And I thought he was going over the edge. You probably could have tied a string to him and flew a kite. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. <laughs> oh, man. So day two, we we had to end early. Unfortunately, um, that storm came through. And considering the riverbed that we were in and the, the, the road flooded like it does, we, uh, based on Austin's, uh, experience out there and then just being uh the three of us so basically all four of us got together and said look you know 
live to fight another day and we'll, we'll do this another time. And so we actually ended our hunt about a, a day and four hours earlier than expected. And so we, uh, went back, packed camp up and headed to Ozona. We was going to go hunt with Dallas again the next day. I was going to get back in the tree and, uh, spear hunt, but I just know, I knew I wasn't going to get up. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys knew I wasn't going to get up after walking 19 miles in two days, but that next morning when my feet hit the ground to get up and use the bathroom, the rest of my body hit the ground too, because I, I mean, my legs just gave out. I think if we would have, see, we only had, and I made the executive decision to stop at a hotel. You know, there's no way we only had like an hour and 40 minutes left to Dallas's. Yeah. And I was so tired. I, you know, after chance got done sleeping and snoring and bagging his head off the passenger side, you know, glass, he woke up and I'm like, Hey dude, uh, let's just get a hotel. He's okay. <laughs> there was no hesitation. <laughs> yeah. Cause Dallas was waiting on us. Yeah. I, well, I texted him. I said, Hey dude, we're, uh, we're getting a hotel. So, and I, I said, Stevie, cause I knew you wanted to hunt. I was going to kind of, kind of give you the option, you know, Hey, do you want to keep going or, and I said, Stevie, you want to get a hotel? <laughs> that was all we heard. <laughs> By him pulling that curtain up over his head. Yeah, the privacy curtain. <laughs> I wasn't real sure what was going on back there, but uh but that that literally that's all I heard. It was and it was like I don't know, it wasn't that late either, was it chance? It was like 10 30, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I have no idea. And I, I literally say, Hey Stevie, you want to get a hotel or you want to keep going? And and you, one one syllable. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's up to us. <laughs> it, it worked out because the next morning, you, it chance, I, I ruined with chance. And uh, he was in the bed beside me and I got out of bed and like, I, I just went straight to the ground and I was like, man, this is kind of awkward. I'm going to be laying here naked on the floor. And no, I wasn't naked, but <laughs> chance. chance was. <laughs> Fort Stockton in the hotel in Fort Stockton. Yeah. I'll tell you that that's that night when we got to the hotel and I took a shower, I feel like that was the best shower I have ever taken. Don't lie. You took the the solar shower. We saw you over there. That was a baby wipe shower. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm gonna pick on you. All right. I, I kind of made fun of you a little bit in the beginning. Tell us, Teddy, about your body glide. I'm going to tell you, that stuff is the best. So generally when I walk a lot, just like you, Stefan, you get chafed really bad. Like, and this stuff that Amber, so Amber runs like, you know, five, six, seven miles a day. And, uh, this is, it's, it's, it's made for runners, uh, so for, so when they chafe, you know, and, you know, previous experience, like going to the ATA and walking all day by the end of the day, man, I'm so sore that I can't move. And so the, uh, 
she said, you know, here, use this. It's called body glide or I don't know. I call it chub rub. (laughs) 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 But, uh, man, I used it and all the miles that we walked, I was very surprised. Like, uh, I highly recommend anybody that does any kind of hiking (laughs) like we do, uh, you know, you, it, it, you know, it's, it definitely works. Yeah. So I, just, I would take that as a sponsor <laughs> if they would give it. All right. So for a little context for our listeners, night one, me and chance were planning on sharing a tent and Austin and Ted, were going to share a tent, but Ted got scared. I don't know something about being so close to the Mexican border. And, uh, so he wanted to be in the tent with us. It was really weird. And he looks at chance and me and he goes, Hey, I got my body glad with me. And we're like, what, what are you talking about, man? Like go to bed, leave us alone. Quit being weird. And, uh, so he had to explain to us what body glad was. And I really thought that my friend was being weird. (laughs) And and what? Uh, and, and, and and you used it and no, don't even don't even act like that. TV, come on. Don't lie to your listeners. All right, I may have taken my knife and cut the top layer off because it's like a deodorant stick. So I shaved the top layer off because obviously I didn't want to touch anything that you'd touched on your butt crack. And uh so I did it, but you just didn't know that, and you used it again the next day, so that's kind of gross. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. But it works, doesn't it? It worked. It worked out great. It's kind of weird, but it worked. I'm so confused with the women's deodorant thing. <laughs> <laughs> can't get close to all that if you smell like a country flower. It was summer's eve. What, yeah yeah it was uh that was the scent i don't know what that meant i think he thought it said summer's you like you as in the all dead you but i don't know i think okay he, yeah i don't think he read it right he's from he's from west virginia i'm just l- glad he can read so he tried it yeah <laughs> it. and uh so that really pretty much concluded our our west texas trip other than me getting to the airport four minutes late, apparently, to, for uh, checking my bags and uh, had to book. You forgot. You did finally get to see Havelina. Oh, you yeah. Did. Yes, I did get to see my first Havelina. Actually, it was like five or six of them there. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a DIY hunt. And uh, it was... <laughs> we... Uh, uh, <laughs> we we made the best of it um no shots were fired um but uh there, there could have been but we, Oper- we operator error ted ted uh happy trigger teddy i missed my flight because the ted took a wrong turn in a construction zone and <laughs> well i can tell you this much i'm i'm with dallas like helicopter we're gonna we're gonna helicopter in we're gonna hunt and then helicopter out. So I'm not gonna need need that body glide anymore. Yeah, that 
it would have been very convenient if we could have got on top of I don't know whichever one it was, four, five, eighteen. I, I was I was so confused by the Austin was just spouting them out. Oh yeah, we're going to the backside of seven. I'm like, dude, I thought we just passed seven. No, that was four. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Austin's a good guy, but boy, we gave him heck. Oh my goodness. That's probably why he's not on tonight. He's probably like, I'm busy. I got, I got hunters. I can't, can't make it guys. Yeah. We had a workout routine to, <laughs> to prepare for. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. But yeah, so that, that pretty much concluded uh, the, uh, the trip there. And, uh, we, like I said, we went back to Dallas's. We had a great time there. Um, Went to the Midland Airport, missed my flight, had to book another one on the spot and flew to Baltimore. So that was really good for the marriage since April was supposed to be picking me up in Dulles and she had to drive an extra hour to get me. But uh, I made it and the whole rush to get back was to go to work. Woke up the next morning and my rig got pushed. So I got to stay home for an extra week. So I can't really complain too much. And uh had he have known that, he would have still been in Texas. <laughs> I probably would have hung out with Dallas an extra day. <laughs> we we would have definitely got that spear back out. I'm I'm itching to see that thing. Well, I think it's coming. Whether it's going to be in December or February, um, December's not looking the greatest right now, but uh, it's probably going to be more like February. So, chance. I got to ask you, man, as we're wrapping this up, I ask everybody this and, uh, Ted and Dallas have both answered this. So I'm going to ask you if you could hunt anywhere in the world, where would you go? And what would you hunt on our return? And you know, this because of that caribou is definitely top of my list in Northern Canada, Alaska, somewhere along those lines. We'll see what happens. That's awesome. I love it. Any, anything particular you want to hunt it with or rifle? gun muzzleloader anything howitzer um <laughs> on a hunt like that i would probably go with a rifle just so i could ensure that i got what i wanted so absolutely absolutely all right so we wrap this thing up man what a good trip out there it was an experience unlike anything i've ever been a part of and it was fun it was an adventure but um, for social media purposes, if our listeners wanted to get a hold of you, uh, Dallas Whiskey Willow One on Instagram, is that right? Same thing for Facebook. Same for Facebook. All right. So Dallas Bodily Whiskey Willow One on Instagram and Facebook. Ted on Instagram, it's the Chase with Ted and Amber. Yep. Same thing on Facebook. Same thing on Facebook. Chance, if our listeners wanted to reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to reach you on social media? And go Canyon Ranch, both on Facebook and Instagram. All right. So Cinco Canyon Ranch on both Instagram and Facebook. So that's what's really cool about having friends who are outfitters, television producers, all around good guys, hunters. So we can go do fun stuff like this. And then, but at the same time, we can create business for each other. And, Guys, if you're in Fredericksburg, Texas, or in that hill country area and you want to go on a really high-end hunt, chances the guy you want to talk to. If you're out in West Texas and you want to go on a really good all-around hunt, 
Dallas is the guy you want to talk to. If you want somebody to video your hunts, call Stevie. <laughs> I was going to say, don't call me, call Ted. <laughs> now, nah, so Ted's third and fourth quarter on the Pursuit Channel, right? What are your air times? Um, they're tentative right now. Okay. Uh, we know we have third and fourth quarter. Uh, I know one of them is Sunday at noon. Eastern time, right? Yeah, Eastern time. Uh, and then we've have, we have two other primetime spots, one being for the West Coast. Uh, but both of those time slots are tentative right now. And then we're going to be obviously um, local TV and then Carbon TV, Hunt Channel, My Outdoor TV, and then Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys, man, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your evenings. Uh, I don't take that lightly, and I respect y'all for that. I've had a really good time just reliving some of these memories. <laughs> Missing the, the workout man itself. I know. I really wish Austin could have been on here because I'm sure we we would have kept giving it to him because I don't, I don't think he got a break from us. He was probably, I think he hiked us to death. He was thinking we'd just fall over and leave him alone. Yeah. I was going to start calling him Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's awesome. Well, Austin, we really wish you could have been on here with us. We do. Um, we had a great trip. Anybody that wants to book a West Texas all dead hunt, backpack, camping style, Get a hold of Austin Pressey with Wicked 7 Outdoors. And to all of our listeners, man, we really appreciate you. We uh, we are 27 weeks in a row on uploads. We've got over a thousand uh, downloads. Just some really cool, really cool stats for you there. And it's all thanks to our listeners. The whole goal is to keep doing stuff like this for you. Hopefully you're finding this enjoyable entertaining and adding some sort of value to you and uh until next time guys keep hunting and keep doing what god calls you to do thank you for listening to hunting day with Stephen robbins don't forget to like comment subscribe if you'd like to follow you can find Stephen on instagram at Stephen hunt day and facebook at Stephen robbins hd if you'd like to reach Stephen, you can email him at stephen.huntingday at gmail.com